Hello, I'm Lodging Editor Christine Killian. Thank you for listening to Lodging On Demand. In this episode, I spoke with Scott Naslage, Director of Lodging Operations for the Indigo Road Hospitality Group, and John Cotato, Senior Vice President of Essex Hotel Management, about their expectations for the 2022 summer travel season and how they're preparing as hotel operators to make the most of guest demand, optimize rate, and mitigate the effects of the latest challenges facing the industry. All right, so to start off, I'd love to hear about your expectations for this upcoming summer travel season, particularly in the U.S. So uh, what are we expecting from the upcoming summer travel season? We're seeing two factors that are working uh, sort of against one another. On one hand, we're still seeing pent-up travel demand, particularly multi-generational travel, parents, kids, and grandparents that have not spent as much time together in recent years as they would have liked. On the other hand, we have sharply rising travel costs. So gas, airfare, rental cars are all looking very expensive for the summer season. So how does that reconcile? I believe people are still going to travel and gather this year, uh, but I think they're gonna look to travel an even shorter distance to do so. You know, last year we saw the four to six hour drive market as our primary feeder markets as fewer people were flying. Uh, And so this year, I think that drive may be more like two to three hours or even shorter in some cases. Uh, to spend less on gas. So this may be the year of the overnight staycation. Yeah, I, I think uh, to echo a lot of what Scott said, um, we're seeing you know very similar trends. I will say that a little bit different than last summer, we have seen our pace, our advanced bookings uh, a little bit stronger than uh, than we were about a year ago. So you know the good news is is that while we still see those very short uh, booking windows. Um, it's not as much of our business, but uh, but I agree. I think we're looking at much shorter uh, stay patterns uh, for us. You know that presents a little bit of a challenge with labor trying to get into as much as we can some two night minimums just to take the pressure off of some of our locations with having to turn the hotel every night. But um, but but we do expect travel unless there's some you know anomaly as we all know that can pop up at any time. We expect travel this summer to be strong. And since you mentioned labor, John, I'd love to hear about some of the challenges you both anticipate for this season and how you're working to navigate those issues. I think, uh, as we all know, labor continues to be a real challenge in the hospitality industry. I, I can say that, that we've started to see a little bit of, uh, of a lessening uh, impact as we've moved from south to north with our portfolio. Um, but still, you know, not having as many people on board as we traditionally have. And so I think for us, as I said a minute ago, we're trying to take a look as much as possible of instituting some uh, stay restrictions to try and get multiple night stays, to try and do our best to take uh, the burden off of the staff of having to turn the hotel on a more frequent basis. Um, you know, we've, we've gone to contract labor in some markets. We actually have... Uh, Floridians that are contract labor working in our hotel in Lake Placid because, you know, right now it's it's a dynamic that works for us. We're thankful that the the student visa programs have been a little bit uh, easier to come by this summer because we rely on them heavily in some of our markets as well. So um, it, it's it's uh, it's going to continue to be a grind, um, but uh, we're hopeful that, you know, with stay restrictions and with some additional staffing support from non-traditional sources, um, we'll be able to weather the storm. 
Scott, how about you? What challenges do you expect to see and how are you working with those? You know, I think to, to echo those comments, staffing is absolutely um, going to be the, um, you know, the biggest challenge, I think, this summer. Um, you know, what are we, what are we doing about it? The, um, you know, of course, we're leaving no stone unturned with things like job fairs and, uh, you know, promoting employee referrals. Uh, we're also employing some fairly creative tactics. Um, for example, we've got a hotel that needs uh, needs bartenders. Um, we we just can't seem to 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 find the right candidates. So we hosted a local uh, bartenders uh, focused class, just a skill building class to to stay involved in the community, just to keep ourselves relevant. And um, we had our uh, Indigo Road Beverage Director fly in and and um, hosted 13 individuals from the local bar community uh, to learn some new tricks and recipes. So, you know, things like that just to stay to stay relevant have helped. Um, but the uh, you know the bottom line is nobody's in a position, uh, the position that they want to be this summer from a staffing perspective. So the question becomes, what do you do about it? Um, so, you know, we're really seeing a lot of first-time bookers, uh, new guests that have never stayed with us before. So with the staff we have, one of our biggest focuses this summer is really creating, you know, memorable, meaningful experiences that are going to encourage repeat visits. So with a new audience, it's really important to, you know, always set accurate expectations ahead of the stay uh, and then deliver fully on your promises, you know, when they're, when they're on property. So that's where we're focused. Yeah, let's dive into that a little bit more about preparing to make the most of the demand that's available. How are you capturing those travelers and then turning them into hopefully repeat bookings? Yeah, so one of our primary strategies to make the most out of the available demand is to really leverage guest-facing experiences. So we know people obviously are traveling for a reason. We want to play a central role during their stay for both on and off property experiences. So you know, things like cocktail classes, or maybe it's a guided nature hike to a nearby waterfall in the forest. Uh, but, but by understanding who is traveling to see us, why they're coming, you know, we really work to curate thoughtful experiences that help the guests make the most out of their stay, make the most out of their time together. So experiences are not only a potentially profitable add-on for a hotel, but they also drive high levels of guest engagement and satisfaction. And John, how about you? What are you doing to prepare for for those guests and make the most of their stay. Yeah, I think that um, as we've seen, you know, guest expectations, uh, you know, shortly post pandemic were, were pretty relaxed expectations and many of them were just happy to be traveling. I think as we've seen with the increase in, in, in average rate that uh, guests are paying, uh, those expectations have risen back to pre-pandemic levels. And I think that as, as Scott said, you know, we're really trying to focus on making sure that that price value and that guest experience while they're in our hotels and interacting with our staff is as high uh, a level as, as we possibly can deliver for them. Um, you know, it's a challenge because you're trying to do more with fewer people, but it really is taking time and working back with our staff and, and reemphasizing the importance of taking those moments of interaction, you know, branded hotels work so hard with digital key and mobile key to try and minimize the interaction with, with your staff, it's critical that when we have those moments of truth that we're doing everything we can to deliver a great experience to help at least partially justify the increase in rate and helpfully build that loyalty for guests coming back to us in the, in the future. 
And let's talk more about optimizing rate. I mean, ADR, as you mentioned, is is going exceeding 2019 levels in many cases. So what are some of your strategies for that? Um, you know, I think going along with what I talked about uh, a short time ago, it's, it's really trying to make sure that as best we can, we're maximizing length of stays. If, if we're not able to get the length of stay, we're actually sometimes charging a premium on that one night stay, as opposed to somebody who may be staying two or three nights. Um, we're comfortable in one of the strategies that we talk with our, our GMs about and our revenue managers about constantly is being comfortable filling last and, and being okay with um, doing what you need to do to hold rate, monitor your, your demand, um, making adjustments on multiple times a day if we need to. As I said, one of the advantages is that we've seen a little bit more advanced booking in some respects. So I think that's helpful with that base. But, um, you know, candidly, it's not being embarrassed about asking for high rates when, when we need to. Uh, costs are up, demand is up, you know, and, uh, and we're having to do what we can to try and make sure that, that, that we're taking advantage of that when we can. And, and honestly, without knowing how things will progress, uh, both from a geopolitical and uh, economical standpoint as we move through the summer, it's critical that we take advantage of those opportunities now and in, in every chance because it could change in a moment's notice. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we believe that the best strategies are always formed after thorough analysis of data. So we're constantly reviewing our advanced booking patterns, the competitive landscape, adjusting strategy, and, and working to optimize rate. Uh, I can't give away too many secrets, but um, I will echo John. He's spot on. With more demand coming in from closer and closer drive markets, Length of stay has become a more important metric for us to watch really closely this year. The other piece that is seemed to return and is definitely helping us in our overall yielding puzzle is group business uh, is definitely up from last year. We're seeing a lot of social groups, wedding groups that are really, um, you know, get, getting some of that base on the books that we need in order to yield up and in, into our transient segments. And I'd love to get both of your advice for other hotel operators who are preparing for this summer season, what words of wisdom do you have for them? My, my biggest piece of advice, work with what you've got. None of us is in the perfect position this year with all the resources that we want, all the staff we want to host the perfect summer. Um, so success this year is all about fully utilizing what you have, being thoughtful about your guests, their needs, their wants, and staying flexible, be ready and willing to adapt your strategies and your tactics when you see conditions change. You know, I, I agree 100%. Um, it really is one of just uh, continuing to monitor uh, what the landscape looks like. Uh, I think, it, as Scott said, you know, being flexible, we continue to be extremely flexible with uh, cancellations and, and, and uh allowing guests to change stays and whatever they need to do, because honestly, at this point, we've got, uh, we've got staffing challenges, we've got excess demand, and we know that our guests are trying to do the best they can to continue to navigate, you know, in some cases, <laughs> unimaginable uh, obstacles that may arise. So yeah, I think it's, it's taking advantage of every opportunity and taking advantage of maximizing what we have to offer and um, remaining flexible. But I think, you know, right now it's, uh, as I said earlier, don't be, uh, don't be embarrassed. 
of charging rates, do your best to deliver that guest experience when you can. And, um, and again, for us, it's don't be afraid to, uh, to fill last. Well, thank you both for your time and insights today. We really appreciate it. Thanks very much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Lodging On Demand. If you want more content like this, subscribe to Lodging Magazine on YouTube. You can also subscribe to Lodging On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. For news and updates, follow at Lodging Magazine on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, or visit us at lodgingmagazine.com.